Welcome to the B&E Podcast with Brandon Colby-Cook and Evan Schulte. Exploring the creative process and finding the balance between artistry and industry. Entirely uncut and unscripted. And we're live once more. Well, not live, but the mic is live for Not So Serious Sunday, where we sit down, start recording, drink some beer, and get into whatever kind of nonsense we're going to get into. Yeah. And it's usually not always nonsensical. No. We begin by blowing a lot of hot air. <laughs> so we were like, so how fast do I have to, like, how far forward do I have to go before these guys talk about anything? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. It's just forward at like 20 minutes. We're going to bullshit for 20 <laughs> minutes. If you're not into that banter and that stuff, then you're just like, I'm serious. I want to get down. <laughs> <laughs> now they're like, I'm not going to forward it just because you said that. <laughs> Good. I'm going to listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> listen to our shit while you drive. <laughs> Or whatever you're doing, working out. <laughs> if you're working out, good for you. That's awesome. I need to do more of that. Or maybe you light a candle and sit down. Maybe you, you have a beer, like we have a beer. Light a candle and, and sit, sit down. Sit down, down and, and, and you just <laughs> turn the lights down low, you know, and you just and you just <laughs> ruminate over <laughs> over this discussion. I love it. That would be someone, really wonderful, someone actually. probably does that. That sounds really nice. You know, sit down and like <laughs> set the mood for a podcast. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. <laughs> set the mood for a podcast. <laughs> just a romantic, like in the bathtub, you know, you're just in the bathtub with a candle, you know, and your beer. <laughs> it's just like halfway through the podcast, the water's yeah. starting to get a little cold. <laughs> you have to run some more hot water. You'd be pruney, like yeah. all the shit. Just like, oh, that was really nice. Listen to those <laughs> windbags. um yeah actually i um i've been tweeting a lot recently as you know yeah you've been the social media hound (laughs) i know i've been the i've been the social media guy in this uh in this thing but i've been also building my um my personal brand and stuff and just mostly it's not really you know it's interesting it's not really about um the brand and the image um as i've been doing a lot of journaling and just like thinking about all that because I mean, I don't know. I always looked at Twitter and social media as like, well, like who's really going to care what I have to say? And like, you know, do I just want a bunch of followers? So I look like a big deal or whatever. And, um, you know, I realized that there's just so many amazing people out there that I don't really have access to meeting unless I go travel or I go to events or I go to whatever. And even then, you know, like, you know, and we, we kind of get stuck in our own little cities and I had, you know, I had a good solid amount of say followers in, in just in the city. Most people were, were in, in the city, I would say, um, you know, and other people that I had met traveling, but, um, recently, you know, I kind of just was like, okay, well I, I've been promoting, doing a lot to promote the podcast. Cause I want people to hear it. I think it's important. I think that we talk about a lot of valuable things, a lot of things that I wish I heard when I was younger. And, uh, you know, and I really believe in the podcast and like people can say what they will about it, but I think that we're, we're putting a good message forward. And I think that the guests we've had have been great. Yeah. At least Uh, we're trying, we're trying, you know, um, we're trying to do a good thing. And so the way I looked at it in promoting it was like, we just got to, you know, do our best to get the message out there. And like, 
you're never going to know about it if no one ever shares it with you. So I've been yeah. trying to like, you know, do that. And so, um, actually Gary Vanderchuk wrote a book, which I've never read, but, um, he has a message that he says a lot and a lot of other like really great industry leaders and marketers and stuff will always say this, but you know, you got to give, you got to give. And we talked about this on other podcasts and his book, one of his books, um, one of his four, at least maybe it's five now, but one of his four is, um, jab, 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 right hook is what it's called. Okay. And what it, what the reason why, um, the reason why he called it that is because he really loves boxing and you know, they call boxing the sweet science and everybody's always working on their hook. You know, they're, they're you know, the nobody works. Yeah. Nobody works on their jab. And so the, the, the concept and now granted, I haven't read the book, but I listened to him do a whole big talk on it, like a 30 minute talk. I've listened to actually two 30 minute talks. Uh, one I listened to a couple years ago or whatever, a few years ago. And, and one I just listened to like this week and he was talking about, yeah, he's like, um, you know, nobody works on the jab, but the jab is like, give, 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 then your agenda, right? Give, 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 then your agenda. But most people are just like my agenda, my agenda, my agenda. And it gets disgusting. You know, mm. everybody's trying to take all the time. Everybody's trying to get, get, get. And when nobody's giving, there's obviously very little to get right mm-hmm. scarcity. But when there's everybody's giving, if everyone's giving three times to what they were trying to get, just think about it. It'd be pretty easy to get everything you wanted. Plus here's the other beautiful thing about it is that if you're giving all the time, you become a person of value to everyone else. Cause people look at you and they go, well, they're always giving me value and I want to go to them for a resource. And so they're never really asking for anything. And so when, when you finally do ask for something, people just give it to you. But here's the funny thing is that I haven't asked anybody really for anything, you know, and we've been doing this for about a, you know, a month or two or whatever, social media push. And we've grown, I mean, we've already grown to like, we're going by hundreds per day now, hundreds of people per day. And I haven't really asked anybody to do anything. Um, like my personal account has grown by a couple thousand, like over the last week, it's grown 1900 people over the course of a week. And so I haven't asked anybody really to do anything but what happens is I'm always just trying to give, right? Give, give, give. And what's been happening is people have been giving me back what I want, which is they're sharing my stuff. They're liking it. They're reposting it. They're, they're telling their friends about it, which I could be out there going, tell your friends about this, post this on your page, do this, do that, do whatever. Yeah. And no one will do it. Right. But I go out there, I just give, 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 give. I'm really working on my jab and like I get everything I want and more than I even expected. And like, and, and it's so interesting, right? that this, this model. And so like I started to look at social media and Twitter and all that stuff as what a great arena to practice your jab. Mm. What a great arena to practice giving. It's just so there. It's so immediate. And there's so many people you have access to. So you can just go out there and just start giving. And it's like, what does it cost me? I mean, find a great article, share it with everybody, you know, find uh, you know, find an insight, learn something new, read a book, do something that, you know, help someone out, right. Help connect a couple people, you know, someone's having a tough day on Twitter. They ask a question, help them out, answer the question for them. Just do stuff. Right. Yeah. All of a sudden people start going, man, like, who's this guy? Who's this, you know, who's this Brandon guy? You know, all of a sudden, boom, people start connecting. And now, you know, you know, the other night, uh, you know, I met somebody, uh, you know, I met somebody who was like uh, on the other side of the country and they were like, and we just had an, a live, 
uh, Twitter conversation for like an hour. And then other people started tuning in and, you know, and all of a sudden all these people are all, we're all chatting and connecting. And, you know, it's really neat because someone was like, Hey, do you want, like, you're a writer. Do you want me to give you a free copy of final draft? I'm like, no, it's okay. I already got one. They're like, well, if you have anybody who wants one, it's yours. You can have it. I'll give it to you. And I was like, this is just us all just connecting. I'm like, I didn't ask for that. People are just offering shit. Right. And it's like, what an amazing thing. I thought beautiful. Right. And this is what the whole thing I'm looking at this whole social media thing. It's like, that's why the point of this podcast, I think if we look at this podcast as like, let's just give, 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 of course it's going to grow. I mean, like who, who's not going to want to be around the guys that are always giving you shit. Yeah. I mean, and then eventually, I mean, you know, naturally, and I don't even care if anybody gives anything back. I just trust that it will. And of course they do. Cause it really like, a hundred people could give me nothing back, but one person will. And that one person will equate to a thousand people, yeah. um, you know, uh, connection and like who knows where everything leads. So anyway, that's how I'm looking at it now. And, uh, yeah, obviously I've been putting a lot of time and effort and focus into that area. So I'm passionate about it and kind of looking at it, but it's been really fun. Well, you just opened that up with like a, a really like great metaphor and message. And, uh, well, I guess that's it folks. That's <laughs> <laughs> We're on to it. If you forward in 20 minutes, you're going to miss five good ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe 10. <laughs> no, that's, I think that's great. And I mean, it's, I think it speaks a lot to the, um, the new mentality and culture that's starting to happen out there in the world, which is, um, I think it's important to us as, uh, artists and, and creatives to, to be a part of that mm-hmm. and to, to get in on that. And it's, it's an exciting thing to, to, I don't know, to open your mind to this whole idea of, of, of giving. We did a big conversation on that. You'll get as much as you ago. give. You get, you'll get as much as you're willing to give. We did that one, but yeah. I feel like also recently we kind of touched on this subject as well. But I mean, we, we, you know, yeah, we, yeah, kind well, of, we, we kind I of just, cycle through some of this stuff uh, at times. A podcast and, or two ago, we talked a lot about giving yeah. and the effects of it. I mean, you know, just to give you an example, a couple of weeks ago, we were getting about 60, we got 60 followers one day. And this is not like buying followers. I'm not spending any money doing this. I'm not like, I'm just simply connecting with people. You can buy followers. Yeah, you can, you can buy like bots and and whatever. Like you can go to these companies and yeah, you can, yeah. And you can basically pimp your Twitter if you want. Oh, that's, that's weird. No, I know. But so what they <laughs> side note, we're not doing any of this, but this is how it works. Um, cause I looked into this cause I want to understand, you know, as, as I've been, I've looked into it recently. So, I mean, I'm not an expert. Someone might be able to give you a better example, but or better description. But basically from what I understand is you can buy, you can basically buy follows. So you put like X amount of money to this company and then they basically get these bots and whatever to follow your, you. And so then basically get you higher numbers and you look like a bigger deal. But right. The problem with that is, is that, yeah, you have all these followers, but, n- but they're not real people. So the only value of it really is that you look like a big deal online. Yeah. And so (laughs) it doesn't translate to like people you're going to connect with people you're going to work with. It doesn't translate to customers. It doesn't translate to just cool people to make films or whatever you're doing with. It really doesn't give you any value other than looking good. Yeah. It's like, it's like Oz, you know, you pull back the curtain and it's (laughs) it's all bullshit and it's all bullshit. Right. But interestingly enough, Oz actually had some really valuable things to say. 
right. to people. So <laughs> lesson here is throw away the optics, throw away the bullshit. Totally. And actually say something and give something of value. Right. And you know, again, so, totally. <laughs> and I think this is really the talk we can kind of get into here. But, um, what's interesting is I was, I was thinking about a lot today, you know, cause, um, I want to get back to the story in a moment. We started out, we were getting about naturally, I mean, we, you know, we started from zero, no followers, whatever, not knowing what the hell we were doing. Right. Um, I say we, cause you're included in this, even yep. though if I've been focused on it, but started out not really knowing what I'm doing. And just by sharing value alone, we were generating followers every day, a few followers every day. And I remember like on a, you know, like on a good day, you know, we'd have like 20 or 30 follows. And then I remember there was a day like, and it was a couple weeks ago and we got 60 follows in a day. And I remember thinking 60 people followed us today. Like, Oh, it's so cool. And then the next day it was like 20. And I was like, Oh man, like, you know, we just had a good day. right?" (laughs) And so what's really, um, interesting is like, it's amazing how many, just a few people who are really interacting with your shit can change things. Cause all of a sudden we started getting 300 follows a day. You know, my personal account was getting 350, 400 follows per day, natural follows from people sharing shit, retweeting it and liking it. And all of a sudden these people were finding me and we were connecting and like, you know, a few other little, um, little things that I was doing to connect with people, but it was like monumentally like a massive shift. And so what I, what I realized, and I was thinking about this a lot today, because as I was like, well, like what's happening here? Like, how are we getting follows? And like, I'd like to get more. I don't really know what I'm doing here, but let's figure this out. And so I've been learning different strategies on ways to connect on Twitter and how to build your, you know, fan base and whatever. Um, mostly because I just want people to listen to these episodes and be able to find them and know they exist. But, um, obviously I'm going to stumble across one strategy, which is to buy followers if you want. And so I was thinking about it today and, um, I was like, yeah, the problem with that, there's a couple problems with that. One is that right now doing this exercise feels really good because I actually can tell what we're putting out. Like if people are actually really liking it and if they're liking it and retweeting it, I actually know that because like, I mean, there's probably some bullshit out there, but for the most part, if they're liking and retweeting it, like I can actually gauge which tweets or what messages people want to interact with and what's working. If we got a bunch of bots, we would have also, I'm getting follows based on that or whatever. So if we were getting follows, but I couldn't track whether we we're getting follows because we were putting good stuff out or if we're getting follows just because the bots were coming in, then I wouldn't really know right? And so what would happen is you'd have a lot of, a lot more followers, but your ratio to retweeting and liking would be less. And so I thought about it. I thought, you know, it's such a shame to like, to get a bunch of like to buy a bunch of followers right away because you'll never really know your statistics. So I know like right now, if we get about every 10 followers we get, we'll get a like for sure on, on a post for sure. If not like 10 likes or more, if we'll get like every 10 followers we'll get, we'll probably get a, a, at least one retweet, which means that that one retweet will generate probably another few likes. So here's the interesting thing, the compound math of this, we're getting 300 say followers a day, which means that we're getting arguably 30 retweets per day, which means that we're generating probably you know, at least 30 new people, if not probably 60 new people. So we're generating 60 new people without me doing anything. And then 
That's why there's another 300 because 60 people are just coming because the 300 are already doing the work that I was doing originally. So just imagine what could happen if we got to like 3000 followers, like, you know, the math, the the compound math of it all is kind of interesting, right? What ends up happening is people are proactive on Twitter is a really cool app. I really have, have enjoyed it because people will reach out to me and message me. I mean, there's this, those automatic direct messages, which are kind of bullshit. Yeah. But people will reach out. They'll, they'll put our name or my name, my Twitter handle or, or B and E Twitter handle in there, send me a message and then we'll start a conversation or they'll, they'll reply to a tweet that I said earlier and they go, Oh, this is a really good point. Like one person was just asking me script questions for like, you know, 30 minutes the other day or like, I don't know the other day. I don't remember when. Right. Yeah. And I was just answering script questions, which just opened up a whole nother door, you know? And so when's it happening? I mean, and it's not like it, it doesn't even take that much time. I mean, you spend that much time texting in a day anyway, like yeah. just texting people like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? You know, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Just so, bullshitting. Yeah. So like, um, the way I look at it is like, you know, just jab, 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 give, give, give. And then things happen and people, people read, like you were saying, you shared that article on yours, right? Which people share and retweet stuff that aligns with them. Yeah. Maybe you want to go on about that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I was, I was actually just reading another article, uh, on, on my way over here. Uh, and it was about, uh, it was about millennials in specific, but I mean, these are millennials are the ones who are mostly on social media. And it was basically about how pretty much millennials are, are just so like 85, I think there's like statistically, it's like 85% of millennials, like not just like dislike, just absolutely hate traditional advertising. Hmm. They like, they have zero tolerance for it like none whatsoever. It's tuned out immediately. Mm -hmm. Like, like that, as soon as it's recognized, it's, it's, it's done. Totally. You're finished. And it's, it it is because it's this whole thing of, of selling you something, trying to, um, appear cool and appear, you know, whatever. Right. And, and so now it's really shifting. It's like, well, no, it's like, it's not about asking for anything whatsoever. It's like, you got to give, like, there's so much, there's so much noise out there that it's like, you've got to cut through with actually something that is real, something that is actually has value and give somebody something without asking for anything in return. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, uh, and I think it's brilliant. You know, I think it's kind of like this, it's really jarring people right now because it's so, it's so different. Like it's, it's so different from the way advertising has been, has been done for the last number of for decades, right? Like decades, really. Um, that advertising has been done and marketing has been done. And now it's like, it's, it's a completely different, different model. And I think it's just been because of the times that it's become somewhat of a necessity. Right. Um, and you know, and so now it's like, it's interesting because we're, we're doing it almost as, okay, this is a new, um, method or a new formula for, for marketing, but there's the weird, the sort of the byproduct of it is that it's actually forcing people in a way to actually get a little bit more genuine and authentic and, totally. <laughs> and giving, even if it is somewhat with the sense of, Oh, well, it's going to come back to me. Yeah. Um, there's still like, there's still no way of getting around the fact that you still have to give something 
yeah. of value first. Even if you're like, ultimately you're still just thinking about what you're going to be getting later. Yeah. You sit, you, there's no way of, there's no, still no way around it. Right. right? Which I think is great. Um, but yeah, there was this, uh, an article that, uh, I had shared on Twitter, <laughs> liked it and shared it from, uh, a guest that we had on Marco Pasqua. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find his podcast out there at some point. Oh, he has a podcast. Well, I mean, um, I think he has done some others, but he did, he did an episode oh, his, with us. His episode with yeah, us. His yeah. His episode yeah, with can, us. Yeah. You can find Marco Pasqua's episode with us. something. And his is really good. Cause he talks about connecting with Twitter. Yeah. He actually shares a bit about his story and, um, you know, and, and just, it actually like, I mean, everybody uses it differently. And I, I don't think the number of followers you have, um, I don't think you should look at someone who has a lot of followers. You should look at how many retweets they have and how many likes they have on yeah. there. If, if they get a lot of those, then chances are people are interacting with their stuff. If someone has a lot of followers, but yet they have no, like I found an account, right? Actually a movie account. And, um, I was like, man, these guys got a lot of followers, like 30,000, 40,000 followers. Yeah. But I was looking at their stuff. We get more retweets and likes than they do. And I was like, that's interesting, but I like all their articles. I'm like, what's the deal? I like a lot of them, but they must have so much bullshit on there. Yeah. And they, you know, and so uh, I was like, it's, it's an interest. Actually, I would say maybe they probably get more than we do, but we're, but we're just started. I mean, we only had like a thousand people and we would get as many retweets and likes as them, which yeah. I found, I'm like, how does that equate? How do they have like 30 or five, 40,000 yet? We have a thousand and we're getting the same. Yeah. And I went through their list of who follows them and I started to realize they had a bunch of bots. So they clearly bought them. Well, here's another thing. Like, you know, if like them, like, I think also millennials too, like once you start sniffing out that someone's fake, you're going to start being like bullshit. You know, you're going to start calling bullshit on that. You're not going to like it. Right. Yeah. But when someone's like authentically consistently showing up, there's kind of a, you know, there's this respect I think that's built. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it's earned. Um, I didn't want to cut you off about Marco, but, um, he, he, oh, he used it, he used it to connect a business opportunity, which he shares on that episode. Which yeah. Is really cool. Yeah, no. Yeah. And it's a, it's a really great talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyhow, he had, I, it was this article that he had shared and it was basically, it was about, um, it was about social media and the kinds of stuff that people like and, you know, and share with others when they see it. And it all has to do with, um, people will share stuff that, they feel, um, is a positive reflection of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, it's something that they feel positively identified with, you know, it's like, this is a good message. This is a cause something along those lines, you know, or a philosophy, something like that, that, um, people identify with and want to be identified with, you know, it's about sort of creating that, uh, uh, it's almost like a value based, it really is like a value based, um, sharing. Well, it is, you know, yeah. it's interesting, right? Cause like <clears throat> right now, um, which by the way, if, if anybody's on the other line, they want to follow some accounts on and for value on Twitter, especially if you're in the film industry, like these talks follow, um, the actual BCC. That's my personal account. What's your personal account? It is at Evan C. Schulte. It's yeah. just my name. So if you so need at to look Evan that C. Schulte or at the actual BCC, and then there's at, the underscore B letter N E underscore podcast, the B and E podcast, yeah. two underscores. Um, and, um, BC film Academy 
is, uh, you know, the school that I run, the online school. And then you have the Players Creative, what's it called? Yeah, um, it's Handle, uh, the Players Creative Company, and it's Handle on uh, on the Twitter sphere. Yeah. Is um, at TPC Co. At TPC Co. Yeah. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, so like... Uh, with, with the, with the accounts that, that I have right now, and I know I'm kind of showing you and teaching you some of the things that, I, that just the way I've like learned to connect, but, um, it's all just about sharing, sharing value. So what's really interesting is like, I'm really passionate about film. So everything I'm sharing all the time is about pitching, about how to finance your movie, how to get your movie made, better strategies to make your movie, how to get it on set morale, whatever. I, I, I tweet stuff like that. And I put a lot of that stuff out. Plus my other message, especially on my personal account is about, you know, positivity, self, personal growth, you know, building yourself, um, whatever. And so people kind of connect with my philosophies that way. But, um, what, what will happen is, you know, I'll, I'll find other articles because I'm naturally reading other articles and I'll share those. And I, I'm very selective of what I share too. I mean, I don't want to put a whole bunch of bullshit on my feed, right? Yeah. But, um, I remember there's this one I came across because Twitter has been giving me recommendations based on like what I asked for and what I want to be interested in. And I found this one and it was like, um, I don't know, it was something like the five strategies you need to like finance your film or whatever. And I was like, sweet, this is great. Another great article on doing that or something. And so I went to click on it and I was about to share it and I'm like, no, let me just click on it and look into it. I didn't really quite trust the source course I looked into it and immediately first thing is a, is a page, buy our book, give us your email, do all this shit. Uh, I'm like, like, even if you give me the thing, your, your article is like, it's just immediately like, we want to, we want to get, we want to get from you. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to give you anything until I earn, until you earn a little, a little bit of an authority. Right. And like what ended up happening was like, I've shared, um, you know, uh, one of my favorite, and I have no affiliation with them, but uh, Movie Maker Magazine, right? I have no affiliation with them, but I think that a lot of their articles are awesome. Like yeah. I repost a lot of their articles. I really like their stuff. I have just about every magazine they they put to print, you know? Um, and I think that they're just an amazing, like, they're an amazing source for information for movie makers, yeah. especially independents. And um, they're relatively small, but, you know, comparatively to some of the bigger ones, but they're yeah. great. And, um, you know, like when they post stuff, like I'll just tell people go and go to this Twitter. I'll tell yeah. people to go, just go there and start looking for their articles because what's happening for them is smart because they're constantly sharing value. So I don't know who's behind their media side of it, but like they could utilize that and they could generate a massive amount of following. And if they, you know, I'm actually surprised they're not even bigger than they are because they do such a good job. Yeah. But I think what's happened is you know, it's partly to do with, you know, I've realized as you go through the Twitterverse, if you're not really connecting to your audience, um, you know, and your audience doesn't really know about you, it doesn't really matter. Like you could have the best magazine, the best movie, the best book, be the best actor, be the best director, whatever novelist. And then if you're just the best, it's not enough. You got to connect with your audience. So like the biggest things that I've been learning are just like really how to connect. And like, I'm a total noob at it, but like, obviously it's been working pretty well. Yeah. And the thing is, is, you know, the, the key thing here though, is that when you really like something, you're going to share it. And I think right now, like, you know, it's, it's the best leverage we have as artists is to get people to share 
not because we ask them to, but because they generally want to. And everybody yeah. talks about the viral video all the time. You know how the viral video works? Because people want to share it with other people. So stop thinking about making the video that's so great. Think about something that actually would people would want to share, like something that will give them some type of value. Like if it makes, like I shared a video from uh, bad lip reading. I love them. They're hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Made me laugh. I'm like, I'm sharing this. You know what I yeah. mean? Gave me something like, and then people go like, Oh, well, you know, they're a brand. It's not because they're a brand because they actually did something that actually was funny to me. And I actually wanted to share that. It's not because I don't get anything out of it other than the fact that I shared it and my friends think it's funny. Yeah. So they think I'm funny because I think it's funny. The thing <laughs> is too, is that like, and the, the people from bad lip reading, I mean, they have a certain trust that people find their stuff mm-hmm. funny, but you know, they, they make videos that they think are funny. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I, it would be interesting to talk with those guys actually totally. and, about how they do their thing. <laughs> That'd be really great. Um, but it's, they like, you know, it's a group of people who are probably just trying to make each other laugh, make themselves laugh, have a great time and just, and then putting it out there. And it's not about like, Oh, well, what are other people going to find funny? No, that's like that. You know, that's, and that's a good point. Go on. This is a really good point. Yeah. Because it's like, it's not, I mean, yes. I mean, there's a degree to keep your audience in mind, you know, where there might be something back. It's like, Oh, you know what? People I think would really like this. I think it still has to, it always begins with you. Yeah. With anything that you create, it always begins with you. Totally. You privately or, you know, <laughs> with your group, you have this idea, you come up with it and it comes to you first and either you like it or you don't either you want to do something with it or you don't. And that comes down to the value that you're getting out of it, out of this idea. And so you are your first, you are the first audience of this idea to a degree. And the way that you're doing it informs the way that people interpret it. Because if you do it to be cool, then people are going to kind of sense that, right? But if you do it because you think it's funny, like I I made a, a, a tweet, this is kind of related, but I made a tweet and I was thinking about movie making because I'm like, I'm just about to make like uh, you know, we're going to make our feature here coming up and I'm actually going to make a short here in uh, next month. And, um, and I was just thinking about the whole movie making thing. And I was like, and my buddy has a little girl, actually two of my friends have little girls and they've been telling me about the struggles with the little girls. And I'm like, it's kind of like movie making. Like, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, you got to dress them up. You got to feed them and make sure they're not a menace to society. And then I was like, I'm just going to fucking write that. And I remember I was writing it. And I'm like, this is stupid. Like, this is a stupid tweet. Right. But yeah. I was like, but I was thinking, I thought it was funny, but I was like, ah, I'm just going to send it. I think it's funny. Yeah. And of course it's one of my most like recently, one of my most retweeted and liked things. Like, it's so funny, but yeah. I just genuinely, I didn't do it. Like I actually thought that people might find it kind of stupid. I almost didn't. And some people probably did find it stupid. Yeah, they might've, but, but you know, what's really interesting is that like it connected with my audience and like, you know, what the thing about Twitterverse and just while we're on that topic is if someone shares something and someone else likes it, I mean, you just, you know, and, and then someone else shares it on top of that. I mean, all of a sudden you just connected with a whole audience. You didn't even know you had. Yeah. Which is really neat. Right. And so, yeah, you're right though. It does start with you. And if it starts with you, then I think though, you know, and it comes from that genuine place, you know, cause I've done other things where I'm like, I think this will be really smart. And like, nobody likes it or retweets it. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. Cause like, 
I, I, you know, I was trying to be smart there, which yeah. is fine. I can admit that, right? Everybody does it. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I've been guilty of doing that in so many ways in my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's like, and it's, it's such a, it's such a frustrating path to go, to go down because there's, you, again, it's one of those things that you, you will never really be able to know. No. You'll never really be able to know whether people are going to like it, whether people are going to really respond to it. Uh, you know, you, there's no way that you can completely just like devise something that's going to be a guaranteed, you know, like there's no, how, how do you do a guaranteed viral video? How do you become a guaranteed star? How do you become, there's, it doesn't exist. No, it doesn't exist. So you've immediately put a pressure on yourself. That's never going to let up. Yeah. I think some people do believe it exists, but it doesn't. I mean like there's, yeah, there's some, there's some forms like there's just like the way we talk about with any, you know, technique and any art form. I'm like, like, yes, there are some things that, you know, we kind of follow some of some of this because it provides a level of positive consistency. Like, but it's, it's limited, Mm -hmm. you know, it can, it gives you a bit of shape to it, but it does not, it will not make your piece brilliant. It will not make your thing become a hit. It will not take something off in, you know, even if it's just something like Twitter or something, right? Like it it won't do those things for you. You can follow all of the rules, check all the boxes. You can nail it technically and nobody will give a shit about it. Like that's, that is absolutely possible. And, and guaranteed that actually probably happens extraordinarily often. Yeah. You know, like I, I can't even imagine, imagine how many scripts or something like that there are out there that are technically spot on. Right. But nothing will ever happen because there's just no, there's no heart and soul to it. You and know, they're like, not conne- it's not, conne- it's not for some reason, not connecting with where people are at right now. Cause that's not what they're interested in. Like on BC film Academy, right? Everything that I'm posting on that is getting retweeted. And we like, I have not been pushing followers at all on that. Every follower it gets is just a natural person that ends up finding it because like, and it's like the ultimate experiment because I did no promotion for it. I could easily like now with the skills that I have of like how to connect in Twitterverse and, and I could just leverage my own account and our account and get people headed over there if I wanted to. But what ends up happening right now is I'm just, I'm just kind of doing an experiment with it where I don't like as next month, I'm probably going to start launching it in a big way. But right now I'm like, I don't really care. It doesn't really matter to me who goes there, but we're getting a like a lot of retweets and a lot of likes and, um, people are just signing up like, like liking us every day. And it's kind of becoming more and more. Um, and so like the thing that I, that right now is so every day I do, or every other day I do some type of value tweet on it, just, you know, something to add. And there was one tweet where I thought this is going to probably get retweeted a lot. I really thought it was going to be one of the winners, right? And it was basically just uh, along the lines of if you want to get like name actors or, you know, big people in your project, go on LinkedIn and connect with the assistants of their agents and whatever, something along those lines. Right. Right. And I'm like, it took me a while to learn that lesson. Like, that's a huge lesson. Like most people are like, how do I get name actors? Well, basically that's like one of the best ways start connecting to people through LinkedIn, blah, 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 whatever. And so 
I reposted this and like no one retweeted it. But the thing is, it's not that it's a bad tweet and it's not that it isn't valid and it's not that it's not important. Yeah. It's that who's ever following that, who's ever finding that tweet, they're not looking for name actors right now for their projects. So for them, it's not a relevant thing, but something about say, you want to get your script read, make sure you send a pitch with it written you know, people retweet that all the time. Cause like clearly right now people are interested in getting their script written who have yeah. stumbled across it. Remember that there's not that many followers. So eventually people might find the name actor thing, but you got to think about it. How many people really out there are trying to get a name actor for their movie? I mean, there's, there's a lot that say they are, but they're not actively looking to do it, but there's yeah. a lot of people writing scripts and trying to get their script read. So like, it might be a really great piece of content, but it's actually for a really niche market. Cause it's really only for producers who, yeah. who are raising like a lot of money and are maybe more business people who that's going to value. Right. Whereas with the artists are like, like, I'm not even concerned about getting a name actor. I'm just concerned about getting my film made period, or like yeah. writing my script or just figuring out how to write a script. Right. Or whatever. Right. Yeah. So anyway, you know, I think the thing with the viral video is viral, in some ways means that it's, it's hitting, it's hitting beyond its niche market, but people are interested in it. And like, maybe like you could argue that you can tap into the viral video or the viral tweet or the viral, whatever, because you tapped into what people are interested in and want to know about before anyone else kind of saturated the market on it. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you'd kind of have to be ahead of the game. So I think the key is just throw a lot of shit at the wall of value. (laughs) And eventually the things that people find value, they'll, they'll tell you what they like and then just do more of that. But like going into it, you know, tweeting stuff or sharing stuff, I didn't know what people wanted, but then people started retweeting and liking certain things more. So naturally I'm like, okay, well let's share more of that stuff if that's what they want. And of course, when I share more content based on what they seem to want, it gets more shares, it gets more out there. And then, you know, it kind of gives a direction to go, okay, well let's go towards this. Like right. I stumbled across one day, I stumbled across a lot of people were very, very interested in motivation. I was like, Oh, a lot of people see, when we do things about motivation, people seem to be really interested in that. Yeah. So like maybe let's do a little bit of uh, a campaign on motivation, you know? And then of course, boom, a whole bunch of people go, Oh, you know, like they want the motivation side of stuff. Right. Right. And so, and you just, you know, your audience will kind of give you feedback, you know, and that's why I can't wait till we get to the point where we get enough of an audience where people like, you know, we had a few people's, but like having people tell us what they want us to talk about, because then we can give them more of what they want. That's great. Cause you know, right now, like when we started this podcast, we didn't know what people wanted. We just talked about what we thought would be good. I know. (laughs) Which is kind of still what we're doing at this point. And you know, we're, we're looking for topics. Yeah. Believe me. I mean, we, we won't, I don't think we'll fall short of them, but they're just things that, you know, you and I are interested in You know, I think what's going to end up happening is some of the stuff we're interested will naturally hit on what other people are interested in, but it'd be really great to hear from our audience what they're interested in, because then we can just give them more of what they want. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I like other people's topics anyhow, like sometimes when we have a guest yeah. or like we have done like some, some stuff where it was somebody asked, uh, asked us to do topical and how to stay consistent. Yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, sometimes we'll just go into those topics and we're like, I don't really know what what we're going to say about this exactly, you know, because neither of us are here saying that we are, you know, gurus (laughs) of, of any kind, you know, we're people who have been 
in our fields for a long time and had a lot of experiences and learned a lot of lessons, <laughs> many of them hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, and walked away with some things that were like, no, like this is, this is, you know, we've, we've formed some, some concepts around this thing called artistry and industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always great to see what somebody else's topic, what somebody else's, you know, experience or question brings us into, because I don't even, I don't even know all the time what's going to, what's going to come out of it. And then we end up having really fantastic discoveries and realizations for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So please, if you're listening, (laughs) yeah, send us some topics. I mean, and you know, I think you don't have to make it complicated, but you know, and I think the thing is, is it's, it's an opportunity to get, you know, get us to talk about it, but we could also like, if, if the topic is, something that we want to talk about, but maybe we don't really know how to talk about it. We could always just get a guest. I mean, yeah. we can get lots of guests on board. And I mean, uh, you know, right now, um, you know, actually, um, since we've been sharing, like, you know, since we've been sharing more of our guest stuff, people have been contacting me and saying like, you know, I, I want to get on the show. And some people actually on Twitter who I don't even know yet have been like, Hey, you know, could I be on your podcast or whatever? It's like, well, sure. Like eventually, like, I mean, we've just kind of begun rolling this out. So like eventually, you know, we'll probably have more people than we can even get on the show. Yeah. But, and that's unfortunate, but like, you know, why not? Like, let's just get people on and let's talk about topics and, you know, and it's like, you know, I think, um, what happens is I think what's good about these podcasts is, is if you like us and you like what we're talking about, then it's kind of like, you can start to trust that we're going to kind of give you the goods, at least from our perspective. Whereas like, I don't know. And I think that's the thing about podcasts is like, and there's a lot of people out there who are just trying to do good things. And I think the one thing about our podcast, which is nice, is that it's a little bit about trying to navigate an area, which I haven't necessarily found a lot of, and I've been looking, I haven't found a lot of other podcasts, which are about this specific topic. Yeah. You know, like it's such a, it's such an important question. Like how do you navigate your artistry in in the industry? How do you have commercial success yet keep your integrity? I mean, you know, how do you do Twitter without feeling like a total sellout, you know, and like a blowhard, you know, like how do you do this stuff? Cause it's important that we market ourselves like, but yet at the same time, you know, um, you know, not, not getting buying into the, you know, the image of it all but trying to keep the substance in it. Yeah. Right. And why keep the substance? I mean, you know, going back to this buying Twitter followers thing, right? Like there's so many companies you could do that with, but like we could buy a bunch of Twitter followers and we could have like, Oh, you know, we got a hundred thousand Twitter followers and whatever, which apparently you can do. And like, I've, I've watched a few, um, big marketers online. They've demonstrated that it seems to work or whatever, but it's like, okay, let's say we get a hundred thousand followers. It's like, they're all robots. It's all fake. I mean, like maybe some people are attracted to the podcast <laughs> because they're like, well, these guys seem like a big deal. Cause they got a lot of yeah. followers. I mean like, but it doesn't change anything. I mean, if it's like who, who cares if you're, if you're sending a tweet out to, you know, a hundred thousand people who aren't even really yeah. there, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what you know, it? it's not doing anything for you. It's like, and even if you got like, you have this huge thing and, and maybe you've got, you know, a few thousand of those people are, are actual people, 
you know, I mean, I, I feel like to a degree you, you're best off just from the get go starting off from a place of giving something of value and growing it organically. Yeah. Genuine, authentic place and and follow people that you're interested in, you know, go and find the people you're interested in and find them and search them out. You know, we had someone today, like a lot of people are following us, right? So obviously, you know, things get connected. People talk, people share, whatever. We had someone follow us. A lot of people have followed us. Don't get me wrong. When I share this, some people who we've, I've, we've connected with, I'm like, this is amazing. I'm so excited to get to know some of these people. And some people I've already connected with, I'm like, this is just so exciting. It's just begun. But someone followed, um, I think it was either our account or my personal account or something. And they're like, their, their quote was at the actual BCC, follow me back. And, and, and I went to their profile <laughs> and I looked and it was just them asking a lot of people to follow them back. And it was like, no, I'm not going to follow you back because like you're, first of all, I looked at your profile. I, I checked in, I actually went in and I linked in like, you know, some people might not care, you know, but I actually am looking in, I'm looking to who you are and I'm trying to see like, get an idea of who you are and to see if I want to make that connection. Yeah. And you know, first of all, I didn't really like the tweet. Hey, follow me back. You haven't given me anything or done anything or whatever other than follow me. And so I look at it, I go, well, okay, fine. Yeah. Maybe I'd like to follow you back. Right. And if you're following me, it's cool. But there's a lot of bullshit online too. You start to find out as you go through this, right? Yeah. Especially that's kind of what happened with, with Twitter to a degree. And and so now I think this is why there's been this shift. It's kind of an adjustment to how some of these things work and function because there's a large degree to, to which, you know, I talk to people just like, no, 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 you just, you just got to follow a bunch of people and they'll follow you back. Right. That's how everybody does it. You just like, everybody just follows each other. And it's like, but the thing was, and, and that always kind of rubbed me the wrong way about all that. It's like, yeah, but nobody's really connected to each other. You're following each other, but no one's actually really personally connected to each other. Nobody actually really gives a shit about what anybody's doing. Right. Right. And so now there's, you know, there's this push now where it's like, yeah, there's still people who are out just trying to get, you know, match for match, you know, followings and, and whatever. Um, but now it's, there's, I think that push to, for genuine connection because it's like, yeah, well, anybody can just get thousands of followers that way. And obviously with this whole bot thing as well, it's like, yeah, you can, and people can just pay for it. So the value of, of having a lot of followers has diminished. It has, you know, like it's, so now it's really, I think it really is all about as far as social media goes, it really is about what you're saying. It's about, are people liking what you're saying? Are people sharing what you're saying? You know, that's the indication of, of something of value, right? You know, and of genuine connection to somebody, right? Because how many people you're following, how many people are following you. It really does not mean anything like it's, you know, it's like, um, it's like a currency that you can't, you know, buy shit with, you know, it's well, like, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a guy online and he's sharing about all these strategies. And this was before like Twitter created a rule now where you can only follow so many people before it stops you. And yeah. you have to have people follow you back before you can follow more people, which yeah. I think is amazing. That's great because now you actually have to get followers back before you can do this. Um, and it kind of caps it. Right. Um, 
but this one guy online, this was before they created those rules. He's just like, yeah, just follow all these people and then just unfollow them all, you know? And then he's like showing his thing. He's like, I got 11,000 followers and then I'm following 73 people. And I'm like, like this, that's just like, you're a jerk off. Like you're, you're, you know, you're, you're all <laughs> ego. To put it simply. Like, like you are, you're, you're, a jerk a, you're a jerk off. First of all, like if you follow me, like there's a t- Twitter tool online, there's a few of them, you can use them. And I suggest to people who are using Twitter, the first thing I did, cause I haven't like, I had, I've had my personal account since 2010 and naturally just from not knowing what the hell I was doing, sharing, like I'm eating a cheeseburger too. Here's some valuable movie stuff not really knowing what I was doing. I generated about, you know, 1200 something followers, which, you know, whatever, not a big deal, but for nobody guy that nobody really knows, that was like, that was decent. I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm pretty connected to this audience. Yeah. And so then we went to this marketing push. I was like, I'm going to really like reassess. I like, I kind of went through, you know, I've shared on pe- previous uh, podcasts, you know, I went through a period of depression. I changed my relationship to what a friend really was, you know, booted some people out of my life and, and gained some new people and started to realize what the value of real connections was. And so the first thing I did is I went to my, I went to my Twitter account and I looked at all the people I was following. I was following probably, you know, 1600, I don't know, 1400, 1600 people, a few more than they're following me back. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to look in and I'm going to maybe use this tool and I'm going to unfollow the people who aren't following me back. And I found there's a, there is, um, more than I thought who weren't following me back. And at first I was like, okay, well, some of these are big companies. They're not going to follow me back. And some of this is, some of these people are my, who are supposed to be my friends who aren't following me back. Right. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. All unfollowed. Anyone who doesn't follow me, not, I I keep the followers I had people who are loyal, who followed me, I keep you as a follower, but people who didn't, I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm cleaning house. I'm cleaning out my apartment. I'm cleaning out my Twitter. I'm cleaning out my email. I'm cleaning everything out clean slate, clean slate went down. Then, you know, what's really funny is I started following people that I wanted to follow. I started reconnecting with these people. My Twitter just exploded because it's like, there's something about making space in your life. All of a sudden you make space and it just gets filled. Yeah. And that's why, like, I would argue that in the last, um, you know, cause I only really did this a few weeks ago. That's why I would argue. And you know, my, my Twitter personal Twitter account has literally tripled in followers you know, I'm in the three thousands now, like over three, you know, whatever. And so, you know, what I would say is that, you know, just the first thing to do is just clear it out. If people aren't following, cause what happens is people follow you and then they get your follow and then they unfollow you. They use you. I call them the users and the losers, you know? Yeah. And so anyone who's a user and a loser, no time, just fucking unfollow them, move on. And at first what I did was I was like, I was like, well, I'll keep following these people, you know, because like, you know, whatever. And then I was just like, no, just company, anything that doesn't follow me back, that doesn't value me as a source of connection for them. It's a one way street. I just don't want it in my life at all right now. I may refollow them, but right now I'm just cutting them all. You know what I mean? And then when it happened is it cleared space for me to refollow new people. And so then I did that and then boom, you know, I refollowed some real people who are really interested. And then you know, and then all of a sudden the whole Twitter world opens up and I did the same thing with our podcast. I'm like, you know, I've connected with some other podcasters and it's not like I won't follow them. I'll still follow them if they didn't follow us, Yeah. but they weren't following us back and they weren't sharing or trying to connect. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just unfollow them. We'll come back to them later. There's still like people added us to podcast lists and stuff like that. Right. We'll, we'll go back. We'll follow them. But like, 
the thing is I'm looking at building community. I'm looking at people who we can share our podcast with. Like we can talk about their podcast on, uh, on our show and they can talk about theirs, uh, or ours on theirs and whatever. And we can, we can build a community of helping each other, but I, I don't want any users or losers in my life. Personally, I don't want them on Twitter. Yeah. Right. And so then the thing is, I think if we start treating our life like this, we start getting substance, which is why our Twitter account in the last few weeks and my personally one have just exploded with like literally thousands of people. Yeah. And I, I foresee us getting like, you know, to 10,000 people or a hundred thousand people. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't really know. I don't grant. I don't really know what I'm doing, but what I'm doing right now is garnering us like hundreds of new followers a day who are real people who, who we want to connect with filmmakers, actors, screenwriters, novelists, musicians, Yeah. right. All the kind of people we want to connect with. And so I'm looking at some of these people's work, you know, I'm like tuning into their little short film or their thing. And I'm like, great. And, and, and like, if we're following you, we're like a real person. And you know, like, and the people that we're collecting are real people that, you know, what? if anyone's listening to this, who, who is listening to this podcast, who's on Twitter, the first thing I'm going to tell you, the most immediate thing you should do right now is go onto Twitter and literally follow every single person that follows the B and E podcast. And if you can follow everyone that follows my personal account and Evan's personal account, cause they're real people, real, genuine, cool people. Cause like the list, I just keep, I just keep cutting out all the shit, all the users and losers. I just get rid of them. And then I, I try to take that space and connect with real people. Yeah. So what's going to happen is between the three of us and whatever, and whoever wants to join our little community, we're going to have real substance people. And so like, you don't think that's going to have a positive effect because everyone else on Twitter, who's like just trying to do it for ego, you have all this bullshit surface stuff, which doesn't really like, it looks good, but it doesn't give you any, any real value. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, this is the thing we're actually building an asset here, which I think is really cool. Plus people end up listening to the podcast. It grows the community as it grows the community. You know, we connect with more people, more people send us in stuff to talk about. We talk about it. People like that, you know, whatever, it's all good. Right. And it's all of us giving to each other. And then who knows, like maybe we go on to other podcasts, be guests for them, or, you know, like people are giving me final draft. I don't even know who they are. They're giving me a whole software program. Like, like, (laughs) you know, like, it's like, this is how it works. Right. And that's just the beginning. Like who knows what could happen, you know, like in the way we're going, I'm really excited about it. I just, I, I think this is the whole point of this whole podcast was to connect to a community and to build a really great community of artists that wanted to help each other. And and it's happening. It's exciting. Yeah. And I mean, this day and age, social media is a huge part of it. I feel like this is like probably a long overdue conversation. Yeah. You know, and I know like for myself, this is good. It's good for me just to listen to you talk about it because (laughs) you're, you're way better on the social media than I am. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm still like, so I just have a few weeks of practice. Dude. Yeah. You're going to catch up, <laughs> but it's like, there's, you know, there's a lot of reluctance. Cause like people like, I think to a degree, people have been trying to figure it out and it's something that is, it's, it's kind of in on the industry side of things in a lot of ways, you know, like using Twitter because it is, um, it is a a tool for marketing, Mm -hmm. you know, like, let's not like be, be completely naive to it. You know, like, yes, absolutely. You know what? We can share things of value and con, but you know, this is, uh, this is a tool for connecting and marketing a hundred percent. And so it's, it would be, I would say an industry leaning thing. Um, so it's important for 
us as, as artists to, to understand because it is a very, um, a huge part of, of how things are, are done these days. You know, like I know there's, I've, my agents told me that there are castings that are done, like where they just look at someone's Twitter following. Yeah. Well, they do like, they'll, like when they're trying to decide between who to hire, they'll look at somebody's Twitter following, but they also look like, this is the thing is, is people think that if you buy 12 followers that people are like, I mean, a naive producer might look at that, but what you really want to see is you want to see like audience interaction. You want to see yeah. like, you know, the thing is, is like some people get a TV show and they'll get a whole bunch of followers because people see them on TV and then they want to be a fan of them. You know, they want to connect with them. And so you kind of get like celebrity status, Yeah. but, but it's only celebrity status. It's not like you offer really any value back other than kind of being on the show and people like maybe either they like you, your personality or the way you look or whatever. But like, if we really looked at this medium as a way to like give back, you know, like you could, your the amount of followers and connections you have could compound dr- dramatically. Like I've seen people who have been on television and they'll have like 3000, 5000, 10,000. Some people will have more, yeah. uh, whatever, just for being on a show. Right. But they don't connect really with their audience other than yeah. like, you know, I'm wearing this shirt on set today or whatever. It's like, okay, great, <laughs> great, cool. It's nice to kind of see a little insight into your life or whatever. But if you really cared about your audience, like it's like almost famous, man, <laughs> if you really cared about your audience and you actually wanted to, to give them something, you know, and you were really looking at like, what do they want? What can I, what can I give you guys? What do you guys need? What do you want to know? Like, what do you, do you want to know what I eat for breakfast? What do you care about? Right. And they're going to say, well, we want to know about this. And then you give them that. And they're going to be like, this guy's fucking awesome. Or she's awesome because you actually care about them. And that's all they want. Like that's all people want out there. Like not just on Twitter, but in life in general, we all want to be cared about. So if you show like the littlest ounce of care, you know, Gary Vanderchuk talks about this in his book too. And he talked about in the last talk. He's like, he's like, the difference is like, I care about my audience. And I think about, I'm like, well, what's, what's stopping me from truly caring? And I'm like, no, I care. But I just used to think Twitter was kind of bullshit because you know, the way it's, you're kind of presented with it. It's like, you should, you know, if you're an actor and a filmmaker or whatever, you should get on Twitter so you can connect and like, you know, but you know, it's it's so much about getting out of getting out of your own way too, like getting out of your, you know, all the bullshit of like how you need to present yourself in a certain way. I mean, again, another thing I think with this, you know, the new generation is, is this whole thing back again to authenticity and genuineness. It's like, there's very little room for bullshit. You know, people don't really want, want that people want to have real genuine insight into who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. So that's what you put out there. You know, there's no think about, you know, think about it less about like, Oh, how am I supposed to, you know, we talk about this. It's, it's so funny actually how many parallels there are (laughs) (laughs) to like, you know, do like writing a script or performing it, you know, in a play or a movie and operating on Twitter, you know, it comes down to authenticity, genuineness, you know, something, something that is real, that is from you and putting that out there and spending less time trying to cook up something that you think people might like. Yeah. You know, like you can either ask, you know, see what people actually want or, you know, you put, you put out something that you just genuinely want to put out there. Right. Um, on a few podcasts ago, we talked about 
about this in terms of value as if what you're putting out there, um, if you feel, if it gives you value just for giving it, if like you find some value for yourself just for putting it out there, then you're probably on the right track. Totally. And that, you know, on that level and just like you, and you just keep consistent. That's then that's the only next step. I think as far as social media goes from my observations for how it works is like, you know, for yourself to get connected to what you value and what you care about, put those things out there, you know, give value to people without any expectation of, of anything in return and then stay consistent. Yeah. Continue to do it. I think if you want to, you know, I think if you want to connect with people, the best, like anybody, I mean, if you want to connect with people, because not everybody does, but I mean, if you want to connect with people, the best thing you can do is, is, is see what they need, you know, see what you can do to help them and, you know, find out. And sometimes they're not just going to tell you what they want. Sometimes I think you just have to go out of your way and just give it to them. You know? And the thing is, is like, it's like, you know, I remember when I was a little kid and my mom would come home sometimes and she would bring home like my favorite chocolate bar. And she'd just be like, I just picked this up for you. And I remember thinking like, just, wow, like this just blew me away. It was just like <laughs> the nicest thing in the world. It was something that I was totally not expecting, yeah. never asked for or anything. And it just was like, just made my day. It made my week. It made my month. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cause she thought about me and she thought to do it and it was a surprise and it was nice and whatever. And I didn't even know I wanted it until she gave it to me. You know what I mean? Like that was the beauty of it. And I think that's the thing. I mean, I think if you want to start connecting with people, you start going out of your way to help them to get something that you could perceive that they probably want. And, um, you know, and, uh, instead of like, you know, I, I, I think like, I think also like there is, an important thing about our generation and especially in the millennial generation, you know, is that we need to, we need to be able to ask for what we want. We need to be able to be willing to go out there. And I think like if you're struggling and you say you're depressed and you're down, sometimes it's good to just say, Hey, I need help. Yeah. You know, or whatever. I think sometimes, you know, it's just like, if you're asking for something small, um, I think it's, it's okay to sometimes just reach out and do that. And I don't think you should never do that. But I think that, if you can give, you should always express that first. And, and if you give a lot, I think you'll find that there'll be a lot of people when you turn around and if you ever need it, that are going to be there and ready to give to you. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and the thing is, is you give without ever feeling like you'll ever need it. Like, like give, 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 give as though I never am going to need anything from you ever. But one day I might, I don't know if that'll happen. I'm not even planning on that happening, but one day I might, but by then we'll have kind of an earned relationship. And by that point you might, you might be there for me if I need you. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, you know, that's, um, you know, I think that's what real relationships and friendships are built on. And I think the users and the losers is a good term. The users and the losers are people that just use and, and they give nothing back and they will never give nothing back anything back. And those are people that when you identify them, just, it's not that they're bad. You don't need to cut them out of your life. You just need to remove them for the time being, because you can give that resource to someone else. And if they really miss it, 
they'll come back and they'll figure out what it'll take to get it from, from you. Right. And the thing is, is that, you know, you don't want to breed entitlement in your life in other people. Mm -hmm. And so the users and the losers, I don't say like, they're not losers as people and they're not users in their heart, but they might not know a better way to go about the world. And so I think the, the path with, with someone who's doing that is to kind of have compassion that they don't know any better, but then to like basically take away the candy for a little bit. And when they notice they don't get the candy, they're going to be like, well, okay, well, you know, like what's going on. And that's an opportunity to have a discussion and, or whatever, open it up. Cause I mean, people who really value what you, um, offer, they're, they're not going to want it taken away. You know what I mean? And I think that doesn't just go for Twitter. I think that goes for life. You know, if you're dating someone and they just are always taking they're all, you know, or you're hanging out with a friend and, and they, they it's always asking for favors, always, always, always. And then when you need something, they never, they're never, you know, yeah, it's not, I don't think you should get mad about it. I think you should just kind of go, listen, I'm always kind of like helping you out whenever you ask for anything. And sometimes when I ask for something, it might be nice to get an exchange. Right. But the thing is, is like the way I look at it on Twitter is like, if you follow back, well, you've just given us something, you know, you've just given me something. I never asked for that. Um, maybe you're getting an interest out of it, mm-hmm. but if you're going to, if you're going to like get me to follow you and then you're not going to follow me back or you're going to follow me and trick me and then unfollow me the moment that I turn my back around, you're a user and a loser. You're trying to use me and get something from me without like, you know, and I don't like that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, my, my model is like, if you're going to try to trick me, if you're going to try to swindle me, the moment I catch sniff of that, it's over. Like we're, we're, we're moving on because you showed your true colors. So I think that if people online treated each other with as much respect as you would treating someone in person, and you really think about the effect that that would have, it isn't so much about growing your numbers as it is making genuine connections. You can utilize this marketing medium in a powerful way. I mean, most businesses that are super successful are super successful, not because they have high numbers, but because people refer their stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's some businesses that will be a flash in the pan where they'll have a lot of success really quickly. And then all of a sudden they will be nowhere and the whole business will crash. Cause if they were users and losers and they just kind of used everybody, nobody's going to refer them and talk about them. Yeah. And then every, nobody's going to want to work with them. But if they treated everybody with respect, and appreciation and value, those people will tell their friends and they'll start doing the selling and marketing for you, which is what we should all be building towards. I think, um, yeah. And I mean, I just think Twitter is an immediate way and a, and a great way I'm finding for, you know, say an actor to begin their career of marketing and connecting with their audience. Um, and it doesn't matter if all you're doing is making short films or if you're day one, your first audition, doesn't really matter. I mean, if you're a big movie star, you can reach out to your audience because that's what your audience wants. And, um, I don't, I think the idea that I'm going to say one last thing on this, I guess this is my rant, Um, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, you know, you get one per podcast at least. Um, but, uh, I think when we make it about ego and image and about needing to appear like a big deal, like, well, I need to be on a TV show and I need to have X amount of followers before anyone will care. Because otherwise, if I only have like 60 followers on my Twitter, like no one cares. It's not a big deal. If you have 60 real people, it's better than a hundred thousand bots. Yeah. Monumentally better to have 60 real people than to have a million bots. It doesn't really matter. Right? So 
And the other thing is the psychology to it. I'm going to say this one last thing. I know I said that was the last, but this is the last. No, that's fine. Take, take all the time you need. (laughs) Just on something here, but, um, not literally, but I'm on. (laughs) Um, if, if you want, if you, if you have your Twitter, right. And you have all these people who are quote unquote following you. And let's say I make a tweet and that tweet goes out, that message goes out and I share something about like, Hey, just book this role but it's about to a bunch of bots. And I know that because I bought them all. Or I have this whole audience that I never connect with other than to say, look how great I am. Right. Now I know they don't really care. And I know that it's just like throwing it into abyss. So I'm not really going to feel the the desire to want to share because in my psychology, I know I'm throwing it out into abyss because I created an abyss to throw my stuff out to. Yeah. But if I build an audience where I connect with people, I talk with them, we have, we message each other. I share in their victories as they share in mine. When I tell them, Hey, I booked this role or I wrote this script or I did this thing. They actually matter, right? I was, um, you know, I'm just finishing up this true story, right? And I was on page 70 the other night. Um, you know, so close to having this thing done now. And I was like, man, I'm on page 70. Um, you know, I'm almost done. It's been challenging. I'm like anybody out there, like any encouragement is welcome. (laughs) You know, just kind of like, I had so many people write me people like all over Facebook, all over Twitter, all over whatever. Just, I wrote you. Yeah, you did too. (laughs) Keep that, you know? Yeah. And like, and it was like, that's cause there's real people out there who really care. And it's like, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't really, really even asking for anything as much as just sharing, but that's the world. And then when they have something, you know, like, there's a guy who posted today, a, a guy I made a recent connection with and he, he's making his first 2020 film, which is basically the 2020 ultra low budget and UBCP, right? Which is you can make your film under 20 pages for under 20 grand. And he had some questions. So I just wrote him back. I'm like, yeah, this is how the 2020 works. Um, make sure on your budget you have like, and I just threw some pointers back and he was like, thanks man. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you want to connect about any of the stuff, just let me know. And, and I built a connection, the beginning of a connection there, because the thing is, is that's what it's about. You know, we're yeah. out here and we're helping each other. And I was literally sitting on the can while I did it. And I'm like, I'm on the can. And I was looking at Facebook and then this guy's like, Oh, he needs 2020 like help with the budget or whatever. Union. I'm like, here you go. Here's some answers. And then, Where else can you make a friend on the toilet? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm sure that there's some stories. Well, there's, yeah, there's probably some. There, yeah, yeah, there's. I recant. No, there's I'm not, I don't want to know the answer. The, the Twitter sphere. <laughs> it's just like, hey, what are some ways that you can make a friend on the toilet? <laughs> Tweet us with hashtag friends on toilet. You know what? Let's actually throw that out to our audience. If you're listening to this, tweet us and tell us ways in which you've made friends on, uh, on the toilet. Like, I know, like, uh, you know, dating out. <laughs> dating out. Um, you know, I just imagine all these people on like Tinder, just sitting on the can flirting with each other. Oh God. <laughs> what a sight. That's the reality, man. That's gotta be it. <laughs> I mean, when did like, you know, just think about anytime you stop to look at your phone in the most bizarre, weird scenario, someone else is doing that too. And probably something weirder than you're doing. <laughs> oh man. Well, um, beer? Yeah, let's talk. Uh, let's, let's uh, talk about this beer and then, uh, and then maybe wrap this guy up here. Sure, man. I'm really enjoying this beer. Yeah. It's, this is different. It's very different. It's really different, but I've been enjoying it. It's definitely a sipping kind of a beer. Um, not one that you can just like put back real easy necessarily. 
Well, I mean, I can put it back pretty easy, but I got to tell you my first few sips of it was like, I was like, well, I don't know what I like. Do I like that? I don't know if I like that. I'm like, it's different. It's good. And, um, uh, it's just different. Yeah. But, but um, like kind of once you get past the first kind of hit of it, cause it's just, it's, I think it's like, it's not like what you expect. It's like, you almost like, uh, when you think you're drink, you're about to drink something and then it ends up being something else. You're kind of like, Whoa, well, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. So it's kind of like my expectations were being played with, but now that I kind of know what I'm expecting, I've been finding, I've really been enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, um, this is from Steamworks Brewing and this is, uh, their Gosa. Gosa. Yeah. And Gosa is a, is a German wheat beer, which I've never, I've never drank a Gosa before, which is why I went for it. And, uh, it's a wheat beer. So it kind of has some of those, like those flavors of like coriander and citrus mm-hmm. in it. And it does have that little hint of sour. However, this is an interesting part of it is it's actually like a salted beer. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's a little bit of saltiness to the beer itself. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Right. It kind of gives it an interesting body. Um, and it kind of counteracts the sourness of it a little bit. Yeah. So it's, uh, I, I do, I really like it. Like I really like it. It's, um, but yeah, it's, unlike anything I've ever, I've ever drank before. Well, it's definitely, definitely unlike anything I've ever had before. I mean, I don't know if there's other beers out there that are, are, are like this and of this style, but, um, it's yeah, definitely it's not nice, one it's nice to try of. something different. I think, you know, it was good that you, you took this one. Yeah. It was either this or it was, uh, it was their Belgian triple. And I thought, Ooh, should we try another triple on the show? <laughs> Have we not tried their triple? No, I don't think so. Oh no. no. Steamworks. We have, we got to do a little more steamworks. Yeah. Yeah, I've done a couple of runs there over the last little bit. Yeah. And, uh, they're good. I mean, they've been around for such a long time. Yeah. And you just go in too. It's like, that's the thing it's kind of crazy about is you go in because they're a restaurant. Right. Right. Like they're not really like you, I think they do brewery tours and they've been making their own beer there for such a long time and bottling it. And like, you can buy it in stores and whatever, but, uh, you go in and you literally just take your growler up to like one of the bars like up there, like people are eating, they're sitting around at tables. You just go up to one of the bars with your, <laughs> with your growler and they just fill it up Cool, there for you. So yeah, it's kind of like a different vibe from the traditional craft brewery. Oh, nice. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Good call. Nice to try something new. Yeah. Steam works. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, man. So we'll, what do you got to say about all this Twitter sphere well, connection? This has been very fascinating for me. I mean, I feel to a large degree, I've been almost as much of an audience member to this conversation in some ways, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> listening to, to your, uh, adventures on, on social media. But, um, this has been great because it's given me some new perceptions on social media and, uh, my own sort of resistances, uh, against it. And, um, and really about how, how it, you really make it whatever you want to make of it. Right. But, uh, to really, it's like, you know, it's not about the optics so much because that's like, that's a very, I mean, it's very shallow, you know, and people will catch on pretty quick, uh, as to what 
your game is if you're just trying to look like something that you're not mm-hmm. right. You know, be who you really are when it comes to social media and give something to people, you know, like that's, I think the biggest message again, which we've been hammering away, it seems for the last little while, but give something of value to people, you know, like give, you know, some piece of advice or something personal, some personal experience of yours that, that could help people or, or something that you've learned, something that, you know, you know, just give something of value to people, answer somebody's question or try and help somebody else in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and through that, I mean, the, the universe kind of has a way of starting to conspire, you know, to conspire with you in, in a lot of ways. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that it shows a lot of integrity. I mean, and, and there's, it doesn't have to be this experience of, of feeling like you're just trying to sell people on something, you know, it, it's doesn't have to be that at, at all. You can maintain your integrity, uh, with it the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something else that popped into my mind that I want to say on it, but that's gone. Um, and yeah, and it's, it's, it's surprisingly interesting how similar working the world of social media is still very, is very similar to almost any other art and industry process that's out there. You know, it still comes down to being authentic, working with and working within a, just a particular framework, but it doesn't mean you have to compromise on your integrity the least bit. No. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's really cool. I like this one. This was like, I'm like, are we having a conversation on social media today? Is this our conversation? (laughs) And I I caught myself judging it for a little bit (laughs) during this one. But ultimately I, I I really like what happened here. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been so focused on it recently that it's kind of hard for me not to talk about at the moment. And I'm glad I got to talk about it because I feel like it's an important thing to share. And, um, with all the discoveries I had, I've had, I mean, I've definitely gone through, um, my judgment of social media. And so I can totally relate to people out there like, um, who, you know, you're judging social media and stuff. I, I think you said it right. I mean, it's all about how you use it. You can use it and you can, it can be, you can get out of it what you want. You know, if you're willing to like really consider, um, beyond your own ego. I think the ego is a distraction when it comes to social media. As it is with almost everything else. It is right. Of course it just finds new ways to work. Social media, I think has been tied in so closely with industry as opposed to artistry. Mm -hmm. And I think what people don't realize is that there's an artistry to social media, which is the human connection. And it's the, um, yeah, you know, it's the actual people coming together from all over the world who want to share and connect, share value and connect with each other. And I think that, you know, why do we all come to the theater, you know, to share and connect in the value, the artistry of it all. Right. And I think industry exists because artistry flourishes. And so, um, you know, what I've been finding with social media is that if we, if we come at it from that place of like, you know, if we come at it from that really authentically good place, I mean, good things happen. Um, and I'm glad I'm glad that you're kind of more open to it and interested in it because, um, you know, I was thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, like I, you know, all this great stuff that I've discovered, I'd really want to share it with you. And so like, 
it just so happened that it was on the podcast, but, yeah. um, you know, and, and also not just with you, but with everybody else. And I'm, I'm the kind of person too, where, you know, I don't, I, I just don't believe in scarcity. Like, you know, the, the whole idea of like, Oh, should I share this? I, I did have that thought briefly where I was like, should I share this with everybody? Like if I share this with everybody, will like, will I be giving away something that like, and I was like, no, I mean, this is just good mojo in the world. It's good. Like, and I mean, the people who listen to this podcast and apply these strategies, I mean, you know, follow people who you are genuinely interested in and want to connect with. Yeah. Not, and, and the other thing too, is I would say, follow people, not like companies don't follow companies. Like, you know, the thing is the BNE podcast, like, like my personal account doing similar strategies blew up a lot quicker than say the BNE. I don't know. That might change. Um, but, um, I think why at least initially did is because I'm a real person on Twitter mm-hmm. and the BNE podcast is kind of, it's, it's like not really, but it's kind of like a company or an organization. It seems like. Yeah. Right? And so, um, when people are connecting with me on Twitter, they're connecting with me. There's a face to it. Right. Whereas when you're connecting with the podcast, it's us, but it's faceless. And so I think like, um, you know, a couple things that I've just discovered, you know, through this experience is, you know, put a good picture up of yourself, put up something, you know, um, that people can kind of get to see you. And, uh, you know, I put up an image, um, and I've had it for a while cause I thought it was funny. It's basically of this cat, uh, this stuffed animal. And there's like a woman and she's like standing in front of him. And all you can see is like, you can see this little stuffed animal between her legs. Oh yeah. It's like the, uh, graduate shot. Yeah. And he's like kind of blocking his eyes, but kind of peeking. Yeah. You know? And it's like, just really like sexy legs. I'm like, I don't know. I just thought that was like, just like a really funny way to kind of express my personality. And then, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I might as well, since we're doing the social media talk, give a few other pointers I learned. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's more than a wrap up, but I, I figure like, no, that's great. I want to give people some practical things so I, they can walk away from this and feel like they got some value out of this, you know, yeah. um, beyond just us talking about all the good sides of it. Um, another thing too is, so put up a good Facebook post, put up a, uh, like, or, or sorry, a good picture of yourself, put up a good, like kind of header image or whatever. Um, and for your write up, do something that expresses your personality, but also like add a couple keywords in there. Like I added a uh, filmmaker, actor, and, uh, you know, and, and screenwriter, um, or writer, because those are the kinds of people I want to connect with. And when people search on social media, they're going to find those keywords. They're going to find filmmaker, actor, and writer. And so if people are looking for that kind of person, they're going to stumble across me. Now, I don't know how many people, like it might just generate a lot of marketers to some degree, but what ends up happening is, um, it does give me kind of a certain social circle like direction. And so my, my, uh, you know, in fact, let me just pull this out so I can just read it to people because I think it's valuable. But the other thing before I talk about my bio is, um, Oh, by the way, we actually had someone message us directly, a few people actually. And they said, uh, one person particularly like on B and E podcast, like, I love your guys' mission, mission statement. And they were just like, like, let's connect kind of thing. Yeah. And so people read your bio and they look at it and they, uh, you know, and they interact with it. So my, my, oh, no, my phone just went funny. Anyway. <laughs> um, the other thing too, is to have a, uh, to have a really like to have a tweet, like do one tweet which is some type of message that, and I think it's best if you write it, but do something that 
you know, you feel is like something you think about or something you care about or something meaningful to you, or maybe your best tweet you ever tweeted or whatever, and pin that because you can, you can go and you can pin that to the top. And the nice thing is that people will read your bio, they'll see your picture, see your header, see your bio, then they'll see your top pin tweet. And what will happen is they get a feel by based on those four things, kind of who you are mm-hmm. before they look at your followers and who you're following, which kind of become irrelevant if those other four elements are good. So who cares if you have, yeah. you know, X followers, because all these things are really cool. So they're like, okay, I want a follow. true sense of connection to somebody will right. trump all of it. Yeah. And so instead of just trying to get people, I feel to follow like that you, word is so tainted now. Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's got a total context to it. So, um, so to give you guys, I just want to give people an example of my bio. It's saying it's perfect, but it's, but people are really connecting with it. It says, uh, Brandon Colby cook at the actual BCC it says into filmmaking, doing the acting and writing story stuff. My cat, Charlie is kind of famous. I also co-host the B and E podcast and co-created the BC film Academy. So it's like genuine. It's kind of like, this is what I'm involved in. It's got a little bit of a funny bit about my cat. I love my cat, you know, and also he is kind of famous on Instagram Yeah. and it's not like nothing's bullshit. And also I hashtagged, uh, I'm filmmaking, acting and writing. So into filmmaking, doing the writing and, or, or doing the acting and writing story stuff. And, you know, I did it in a kind of a playful way that kind of expresses my personality. So immediately people kind of, you know, they get, I think they get a feel for me. And so that's why people will message me. And then we start talking and they're like, Oh, this guy's kind of cool, whatever. Right. And so, um, you know, and, and it, I wanted it to be kind of approachable at the same time, kind of show what I'm into. Yeah. And then my top tweet, which currently has been liked 67 times and retweeted 37 times, which is not bad. Nice. Um, for, <laughs> nice. for you know, some guy who's just a you know, <laughs> lowly independent filmmaker. Um, it says my, my post is, uh, sometimes you got to wonder, is it the, is it that we make the films or do the films make us creativity and connection as a way of opening the heart? And I just wrote that one day and I was really thinking about it. And I was like, you know, if I make this film, what does that say about me? And like, when I make the film, what's the experience I get out of it? And I was just thinking about that. And I was like, yeah, like, am I making the films or are these films that I'm making actually defining me? And it was just like, and I threw that out there and like, you know, and you know, there's a bunch of replies too. And it's really just created a whole environment mm-hmm. for this whole Twitter verse to flourish. And I pinned that as a top tweet and like all of a sudden, you know, and then you know, and who knows? I mean, this is, by the time this podcast out, a lot of things will change. That might not be my pinned tweet, but yeah. Um, so that's the four things I say, get a good, 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 uh, picture for yourself, a picture of your face, a nice header, something that kind of is expressive of you or something, you know, that you kind of, the way you're demonstrating yourself, um, you know, create a, create a decent bio, which maybe some hashtags and what you're interested in and uh, pin a tweet. And, um, also it'll ask like where you're from. And if you want to put a website, you can do that. I don't think those things are as important. Um, also if you're, if you're new to Twitter, I would say pick a name that expresses you. Um, you know, I was going to, I would love to have just put at Brandon Colby cook. I would have loved to have done that, but my name won't fit because it's so long. Yeah. So, um, you know, I thought people kind of sometimes go like BC, a lot of people call me BCC and that also is kind of abbreviation for blind carbon copy. And so I was oh. like the actual blind carbon copy. I just thought that was kind of funny. So yeah. I was like, ah, I'm going to call myself the actual BCC, which is, 
you know, I think it's kind of a, a fun, playful way to, to do my Twitter name. Yeah, totally. You know I mean? Cause otherwise it was just going to be like Brandon Colby or Brandon cook. And I would have missed my name and it. So whatever. Um, anyway, I don't know. I hope that helps. That was, uh, my intention. Good talk, man. Yeah, man. Good talk. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Just one final thought for me. It's like, sure. yeah, it's like, it's, I'm seeing how social media is actually another opportunity to be artful. Cool. Like it, you can actually be an artist on Twitter. That doesn't mean saying like coming up with something clever to say or coming up with something. It, it means being an authentic, genuine expressor and connector to people. That's, I mean, that's, that's it's beautiful. absolutely an opportunity to be an artist what and, got, to, and to extend it. What got artistry. you to realize that? I'm just curious. I just, what we're talking about and, yeah. and, and realizing that how, how similar, how similar, um, something like social media is to other areas that I know as being artistic fields. Yeah. So it's like, there's, there's so many parallels, you know? So that's, that's very cool. Like I, and, and that's for me, that's a pretty big shift, like to, to awesome. be able to see that, you know, Hey, yeah, I can, I can actually be an artist on, on social media. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a great way to build your artistry. I'm glad you had that, that recognition. Cause yeah, I mean, I think if we share tweets, share messages, they're important to us, you know, things that we care about and we're thinking about. I think asking questions is good too. Cause it actually gets people to respond. If no one responds, I mean, don't worry about it, whatever, yeah. like, but people will. And, um, eventually if you just kind of keep putting out stuff and I also, I want to leave people with one other thing, two other things. One is <laughs> throw a lot of valuable shit at the wall and, and, and just keep throwing valuable stuff. Eventually stuff sticks, Yeah, you know, cause you know, um, I would say like when we, when we kind of watched the B and E podcast, no one really knew what it was. Um, and I just was like, okay, just post this thing, this thing, this thing. And like at first, like no one was retweeting or liking anything. It just seemed like it was going out into an abyss. And then eventually something caught and then it caught onto something else. And then we started to grow a little bit and then that caught on a little more. And so I think the thing is, is you just kind of, kind of keep throwing value. Yeah. And it's like that with, 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 I would say actors, like, audition, 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 audition. Don't worry about booking one. Just know it's a game of numbers. If it's dating, I would say like ask someone out, go on date after date, after date, after date, just do it. A lot of it. And you're going to start to learn and figure out how to do it better. And eventually something's going to work. You're going to find the right person or you're going to go for the right role or you're going to like, I tell writers, you should, you shouldn't just write one script. You should write nine scripts you know, Scott, who we had on, he's another person on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's just finishing his third feature already this year for a brand new film, for a brand new screenwriter, someone who just started this year and his first two are awesome. That's so awesome. They're great. This third one is going to probably be better, you know? And it's like, he's, he's just started and he's already written his first three features this year, you know? And I mean, I think that's the thing is like, you just got to kind of keep throwing shit at the wall and eventually something sticks. And the other thing I was going to say, cause I said, I would say too, is that, um, one thing I think it's really great is that I'd like to invite people who, if you listen to this talk and it really connected with you, I'd like to invite you to maybe find a way if you're interested is to be a part, like mention this podcast and 
um, you know, maybe repost it or reshare it, but connect with us directly and, and like be a part of this community with us as social media, like champions. And we can all help leverage each other by sharing. If you're going to share valuable content, you're going to take what we actually talked about here. Like you're, you're not just going to try and like sell everybody stuff, but you're actually going to share and like jab, 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 give, 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 you, you know, between you and me, between the B&E podcast, between other fans who want to do this with us, we could have a massive community of connection because mm-hmm. it's really only going to take a few of us to give, give, give. And what's going to happen is we're going to become a great community of people that a resource, right? Yeah. And I think if we look at it like that, as we want to be the resource for people to come to, I mean, the door is open, man. You need writing software. Like, Hey, I already got you hooked up. Right. I mean, someone else is going to have other valuable stuff to give. And this is just the beginning. So I just look at, it, I go, well, that's great. You know, and right now, you know, we're two people, but the moment someone else comes joins us, we get three. It's that much more powerful than four and five. And you know, who knows how many people, right. And all of a sudden we've created this environment of people that are giving. You don't think we're all going to benefit from each other, let alone the massive communities we each build privately <sighs> blows me away. All right. <laughs> All right. That was a not so serious Sunday podcast. I'm Evan and I'm Brandon. That was our show for today. Thanks a lot for listening and being a part of this. If you enjoyed our conversation, please subscribe and share with your friends and family, or you can learn more and message us at www.thebndpodcast.com. Oh, and make sure to leave a comment and rate us on iTunes. That will really help us out a lot. It definitely will. Thanks. Thanks.